I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You could subscribe at iTunes, Heidi Harris Show for free. And you can also check them out at HeidiHarris.com. And I also post them on Facebook, Heidi Harris Show. Also, if you can't get enough of me and who could blame you, my show is on weekdays live 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. at 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. So a lot of Heidi Harris, whether you like it or not. I want to talk a little inside baseball today inside radio, so to speak. In another market where I have absolutely no dog in the hunt, there's a story that I saw on a radio website about a radio host who I guess spent a very storied career as a rock jock. So he did FM music and he was very talented apparently and sarcastic and this and that, which are great characteristics if you want to actually survive as a radio host of any kind, music, talk, whatever. And I guess he retired a while back. And then he was called by a local conservative station to be the afternoon drive host. Now, what caught my attention about this particular situation is this happens to be a Rush Limbaugh station. Now, once again, this is another market. I have no dog in this hunt. I don't even care about anybody involved. I don't know the guy. But I have seen over the course of my career many times people who are set up to fail by being hired for jobs they never should have taken. And in this particular guy's case, he was told by the program director, when the program director approached him, I want to change the culture of the station. Okay, all right, let's chat about that, shall we? When you are on a station like I am, AM 670, I have a lot of all conservative hosts in the lineup. Now, that doesn't mean we walk lockstep. That doesn't mean we agree on everything. I think most of us think for ourselves, and many of us will be critical of the president if necessary. But what we don't do is spend the entire day bashing the president. Most of the people in the lineup at AM 670, where I am now, are socially conservative. Um, Some are, you know, there are a lot of conservative hosts who aren't necessarily socially conservative. I think my lineup mostly is. The people are Christians, and they tend to be a little bit more socially conservative in general. And so when you turn the radio dial on to my station, AM 670, you're going to hear a conservative point of view. Once again, it's not going to be lockstep. We're not all sharing notes and all that kind of stuff before the shows. We all think separately, but we generally think in a conservative vein. Now, Mike Gallagher, for example, might have different topics that interest him. He tends to do more national stuff. All the national hosts do more national topics. As a local host, I do more local topics. I can also do national, and sometimes I do if that's the big story. But we all think for ourselves, and we decide what interests us. Even among the national hosts, when there are national stories, there are some guys who will cover some things, some will cover other things. It's just the way it is. And the one great thing about talk radio that I like more than anything else is you can only be yourself. No one else can be you. Now, you may be more talented than some people, less talented than some people. I fall somewhere in the middle like everybody else does. But you can only be yourself. So whether you like me or hate me, I'm me. I'm the authentic person I am. Now, when you are someone who is hired to be on a station where it's a Rush Limbaugh station, in this particular market it is a Rush Limbaugh station, or any conservative station, you're not going to change the culture. It's insanity for a boss to say, I want to change the culture, so I want to bring you in. That's basically akin to saying, I want you to be the canary in the coal mine. 
It doesn't work that way. It's not like country music plays country music for most of the day, and then the other half of the day they play classical. We have a hip-hop station in the group that I work for. We don't have a hip-hop station that by 3 o'clock in the afternoon starts playing classic rock or Disney. It's hip-hop. You turn that station on 24 hours a day, you will hear hip-hop. At 4 in the morning, at 4 in the afternoon, some version of Top 40 hip-hop. That's what they do. It's called the format. Format. Now, news talk is a format, and it shouldn't always be conservative necessarily, but when you are a conservative station, listen, they tried the liberal talk. That didn't fly. But if you are a conservative station for the most part, you need to be sure that your lineup is generally conservative. Once again, not that you need to tell them what to talk about or anything, but people who generally are conservative. This guy is ultimately, he says he's a social liberal and this and that and the other. Well, okay, good for him. He's entitled to think for himself, but this isn't going to work. This has been tried before. Listen, I was in a situation, which is in my book, more than one situation, in my book, I talk about this a couple of times, where I have been the wrong person for the job. Now, one time I was the right person for the job, but I had a boss who wanted to turn me into Kelly Ripa. I had been hired by somebody else, and this new boss decided that he wanted to show that never offended anybody. He wanted to show that appealed to everyone. I don't care who you are, what you do, how non-committal you are, you can't be the right thing for everybody. There's nothing designed for every person, not a car, not a pen, not a paperweight, not clothing. Nothing is designed for every person, not a breed of dog, not a house. Nothing is designed for every person. You can't possibly do a show that appeals to everybody. So when my boss told me that, I went, oh boy, I'm in big trouble now because I don't know how to do a show that appeals to everybody because I don't know what appeals to everyone. No one does. And when you hire the wrong person or you have a new boss who suddenly wants to change things, you're in a world of hurt. So I skied daddled out of there as soon as my contract was over because I knew that I was never going to succeed with that kind of a boss who had a vision that was completely different than who I am. I said, listen, I can't be Kelly Ripa. I can't be the bubbly, you know, counter person. I can't, that's not what I do. I'm not a sidekick. I don't know how to be a sidekick and I don't know how to be the, ha, ha the giggling sidekick. I have no idea how to do that. Now, after I left, they didn't know what to do. So they hired a girl and I'm not going to mention her name because you might know it. She's very nice. She's beautiful, but she's more liberal and she was not the right person to replace me. Now, they, she managed to last 10 months there, but they treated her badly. They made her look stupid. She wasn't the right fit for the station. She was a vegetarian. She was just more liberal about a lot of things, and they tried to have her replace me. That's just craziness. Now, it's not that I'm better than she is, and when she went back to Los Angeles, she then became part of a very successful rock morning show because she's a darling girl, as I mentioned, gorgeous, perfect for a rock station, very fun, very entertaining, and actually quite knowledgeable about many things. But she was treated badly by the people who hired her, the, my former employers, and they set her up to fail. So I know what that's like. Look at Megyn Kelly. Whether you like Megyn Kelly or not, she was set up to fail. Megyn Kelly is a news person. She is not... Oprah. She can't sit there and interview transgender kids and come off with any kind of credibility. It's not that she doesn't have other interests besides politics, but once you've positioned yourself as a certain person, you just can't try to do something else. It doesn't work. In my case, I'm a conservative. I'm a social conservative. I'm a fiscal conservative. I always have been. I'm a person of faith. You can't put me in another environment where I have to be somebody I'm not. You just, at some point, you have a brand, and your brand you got to stick with whether you like it or not. I remember reading something years ago about Barry Manilow, 
who said that really what he wanted to do was sing rock music. I mean, he did not want to sing the stuff they made him sing. Can you imagine that? I had no idea. This guy made a fortune singing the ballads and all these things. He did not want to do it, but that's what he did. That's what made him famous. There you go. So you sing your rock stuff at home, I guess, but you are who you are. And so, or certainly in his case, who the managers wanted him to be, or they felt his voice would be more successful doing, right? That's what Barry Manilow did. So you have to be the right person for the job. And if you are hired and you are not the right person, one of two things will happen. Either you're going to fail because people aren't going to like the fact that you're not somebody that they thought you were, or you're going to be miserable trying to be someone you're not. I know of people who've been hired and told, okay, we're going to hire you, but you can never have an opinion. And if you're an opinionated person, sooner or later, your opinions are going to work themselves in and then you're in trouble. Well, whose fault is that? I would blame that on management. I would say, listen, you don't hire somebody who's socially liberal and then complain when their opinions sneak in. So in the case of this guy in another market who's now been hired to come in on a Rush Limbaugh station in the afternoon and try to be a liberal, it's not going to work. That's my prediction. I don't care how talented he is, and it sounds like he's had a heck of a career. I don't care how talented he is. I don't care how funny he is. He's still not going to be the right fit. Now, years ago, when I worked at a station, um, there was a boss who didn't like conservative talk. If you're programming a station that is a conservative talk station. You have two choices. You either get on board or you get out the door. You don't say, I'm going to change things because I don't like conservative talk. And so he decided right in the middle of an election year to switch from conservative talk to Dr. Laura. He put Dr. Laura on in the middle of the day instead of a conservative national host. Now, I happen to like Dr. Laura very much personally. She's always been nice to me. I have tremendous respect for her. I still listen to her show frequently. I love her but it wasn't the right fit for that station at that time, especially leading up to an election year, and it killed us. And we were up against pretty strong talk on another station. It killed us. Now, why did that happen? Because the boss didn't like conservative talk, so he wanted to change it. So what do you do? You lose your people. You're not going to change your audience. They're going to leave you. Your audience wants a certain thing. When I turn on a game show, I want a certain thing. When I turn on a movie, I want a certain thing. People decide ahead of time what they want. You can't change the culture. You can't change people by changing the talk radio lineup. As a matter of fact, the boss, when I worked at this station that switched over and put Dr. Laura on middays, the boss at the competing station said he laughed his butt off because we basically handed them a ton of ratings because the boss didn't like talk radio or conservative talk radio. If you don't like it, don't even bother. And I've been in stations where the salespeople didn't like what I have to say. If you don't like it, then don't sell my station. And it's frustrating because you shouldn't be in it if you can't get on board whatever the product is. If you don't like the product, if you don't like, you know, Apple products, then don't go work for Apple. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Everybody has their niche. And in talk radio, there's a niche, and primarily it's conservative. Now, there are people who listen to liberal talk radio, NPR, and things like that, but it's not, it does really well in some markets, not as well in other markets. But bottom line, those are people who expect a liberal lineup, certainly not a conservative. You don't have an NPR station that throws a conservative on in the middle of the day talking about how great Trump is. No, you don't get that. You turn on an NPR station, you expect a conservative slant most of the day. That's what you're listening for. You're not listening for right-wing talk. So this boss at this particular station in another city is 
far as I'm concerned, nuts to hire this guy to work afternoons. I think the guy's being set up to fail. And I think that uh, he, who knows how long it lasts, but I hope his contract says that they have to pay him out every dime. You know that's what Megyn Kelly said. You know her contract said they had to pay her every single dime of the money. And there are other really smart, huge hosts like Don Imus and other people who've had to be paid out if they get fired. That's how it should be. So hopefully this host has a good contract that will have a payout at the end if it doesn't work out. Because my prediction is it's not going to. Now, some bosses, they don't really care. Because they're hearing liberal talk in the afternoons, which is what they want to hear, and the hell with their audience. They don't care if the ratings go down the hill. Well, ultimately, somebody above them probably will care, and then the whole thing's going to come crashing down and some heads may roll. And unfortunately, often the heads that roll are the hosts who are many times hired for the wrong positions. So if you don't like conservative talk, don't program a conservative station. That's my advice for everybody. And having been through this where I was in bad situations before, I can tell you that I'm very cautious about taking jobs at this point in my life because if you know walking in the door, there's no way you're going to succeed because of whatever the circumstances are, I don't want to bother. So there's your inside little radio behind-the-scenes stuff for today. And a lot more of that's in my book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. i got a lot of stories about being in that situation where I was the wrong person what I saw when other people were the wrong people. I mean, it's just a very complicated thing. I'm sure no matter what you do for a living, you've seen people who were wrong for the job, or maybe you've been the person who was wrong for the job, or maybe you were right on Friday until the new boss comes in on Monday. Been there, done that, most of us have. So check out my book, Don't Pat Me on the Head, it's called. Blowback, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. You can pick up a copy at Amazon. You can also pick up a copy on my HeidiHarris.com website. And don't forget to join me weekday mornings live 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on AM 670 KMZQ in Las Vegas. And I'm having a great time with that show, and I hope you join me. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.